What's up, what's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast, and today we have a special guest. We have Mickey Kennedy on the show. Mickey founded e-releases 24 years ago to help small businesses, authors, startups increase their visibility and credibility through press release marketing. And guys, we can't wait to share this with you. I'm so excited to hear about what he is going to teach us and talk with us about today. You guys are going to love it. Let's cue the intro and we'll jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, Mickey? Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm excited to have you here. It is an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Well, honored to be here and to talk to you about things that I love, press release marketing. Absolutely, absolutely. What I love to do is... It's always better when everybody can understand kind of what you're, where you came from and what your uh, story is all about. So I want to start with the backstory, start a little bit with what happened to get you to the point. I mean, you've been doing uh, press release stuff for 24 years. Why in the world did you start down that path and that journey to get going on it? Let's hear a little bit of the story in the background of how you got to here today. Great. So my background was uh, poetry. I wanted to be a poet. I did an MFA degree at George Mason University, and I just assumed I would wait tables and write poetry <laughs> in the evenings. And so I graduated with my uh, creative writing degree, and I did just that. And so after a summer of waiting tables, I realized that my knees hurt, my ankles hurt, my <laughs> mind was fried at the end of the day, and I wasn't getting any writing or reading done. So I said, I need a safe office job. And so I got a job in, with a startup in DC. Um, it was a telecom research uh, startup. I was employee number three. And because I had the <laughs> writing background, they said, figure out press releases and try to get us uh, media attention. And so I did, and I realized we published a lot of numbers, but the media is not interested in numbers. They're interested in the stories behind the numbers. And so I got really good at going down rabbit holes of data and figuring out what an interesting story was and, you know, presenting it to the media through press releases. Uh, back then we were faxing and I, you know, we were getting picked up by Financial Times, The Economist, Washington Post, you know, lots of great national and international publications. And I, I found it kind of easy. And I was just amazed at this whole world that was opening up in front of me. And um, around that time, I started to get um, phone calls from journalists that I was faxing and saying, hey, that's a lot of data you have there. Could you just email me uh, the press release or uh, your data? And so you know, light bulb went off and said, email is so much easier than these loud, obnoxious fax machines. You have to program 100 numbers at a time. And so I, I came up with the idea of email uh, press releases, uh, sending press releases to the media. So uh, I spent a year um, on my downtime and on the weekends just reaching out 
to journalists and asking them if I could send them press releases on their uh, industry or beat that they covered. And, you know, 25, 26 years ago, most of them were saying yes. And so right. I launched a little over 24 years ago with uh, e-releases. And I was just a matchmaker uh, for customers uh, taking their press releases and sending it to media. And we did really well. Uh, over time, the Newswire reached out to us and said, hey, you should also include us. And I said, hey, I charge a couple hundred dollars. She charged like $1,500 to move a press release nationally over your service. And surprisingly, they didn't walk away. They said, we really like <laughs> that you serve small businesses and entrepreneurs. We realize our sales team is never going to reach out to these people. And potentially some of them could grow into larger companies and potentially use us directly. But we would like to find a win-win where it works for both of us. And so um, we set up our releases over um, uh, for next day by default. And uh, they had an editorial team overnight that had to be there in case there was breaking news, a recall, you know, a train derailment or something like that in the middle of the night. But they didn't do much. So um, by us scheduling our releases for next business day, they could set up the releases overnight and it wouldn't cost them additional labor. So those were some of the win-wins that we tried to work out. And uh, it, it has been a really good value so that customers come in, pay us a few hundred dollars and they get, you know, a distribution that would normally cost, you know, in excess of twelve, fourteen hundred dollars with the newswire. Wow. I mean, holy cow. I would like to say right place, right time. But the truth of the matter is, is that you, you kind of like worked yourself right into being in that space to do something you love. It's not quite poetry, but you get to do something you love to do. I, it sounds like you like it because you light up when you talk about it. And so that's that's really cool. Tell me a little bit more because I, I know that there's probably a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are thinking press release like what are you talking about like i know i need a funnel like everybody's told me i need a funnel i need a website but what in the world is a press release why would i want to do that can you tell us a little bit more about that side of it and and you know educate us a little bit sure. about the the idea Right. So a press release is, is pretty simply written. It's usually written in a third person, has a headline, could have a subhead. And it's basically basically just announcing something that your company is doing or you know wants the media to know about. And the goal is to hopefully have the media turn it into an article. Um, there are lots of things that the media you know, resonates with. And, you know, there's also lots of milestones that are important to you. So if you have a new product, a product launch press release uh, could do very well. Um, a lot of people do them wrong, but, you know, I, I can go into <laughs> detail about that. But, uh, you know, things that are, are newsworthy. And a lot of people don't realize that if you feel that you're not newsworthy, could you be? And for example, one thing that anybody can do, I've had you know, I've had local carpet company in New Jersey have this work. I've had uh, a, an auto repair shop do do this. It's is develop strategies and and go forth. For example, the auto repair shop. What they did was a survey in their industry with other auto uh, repair shops, and uh, we sent it out uh, to the media, and they got major pickup as a result of it. Um, you know, they, and, and they were terrible clients. They were like, we're not important <laughs> enough to do a survey. And so they had this inferiority complex, this imposter syndrome. And I had to talk them up and say, hey, anybody who does a survey 
is you know is 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 important enough to do a survey it's who is out there doing it and then they're like we don't know who to send it to and i'm like i'm sure you belong to some trade associations and sure enough we reached out to one of them and asked if they'd send the survey to their members and they did and a few hundred people responded and so you know it it, it every challenge they put up we were easily able to, to 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 you know go right through it and anyone can do that there's so many small and independent trade associations in every industry some that you may not even know about or belong to that would potentially be willing to uh send a survey link to their members through social media through email sometimes through both especially if you mention i'm going to be doing a uh, press release nationally over the wire and i would love to mention you as part of the survey they see that as a win-win um, the larger trade associations don't seem to be interested in these partnerships so uh, really seek out the small and independent ones and generally if you have more than a couple hundred responses that's fine for a survey and right. you just sort of analyze the results see what the aha moment was and build a, a press release of, around it what's the story behind these questions and answers um, you know intriguing questions and answers are you know you want to schedule some of them that are timely right now that you know only going to live for a little bit you know we have some economic uncertainty um there's been a shift in labor where a lot more people are wanting to work from home there's lots of little things that you could ask in your industry to flesh out are people facing these challenges or what they're doing to combat certain trends and things like that so you know taking your industry's pulse at any one time is really great because the you know people want to know to Today, how people feel are they you know planning to spend less on their marketing budgets over the next two quarters um you know are they uh planning to halt hiring are they laying off you know what are what are the things that they're going through and that really can give you a good pulse of what's going on and the media loves numbers and they love these kinds of results especially if you can provide a little bit of analysis and analysis is as simple as saying here was what the survey found and here's why I think it trended that way. And, you know, you put your name, you put it in a quote and, uh, you know, if an article gets written, they're going to include that quote, especially if, if you, your, your quote sings a little bit, you know, can't easily be paraphrased. And so there, there are ways in which you can sort of make your own news or become the news. Um, the types of customers that I see that do really well right out the bat are startups. And I think the reason for that is a startup knows that they live and die by their elevator pitch. So they have very succinctly what defines them and makes them different from everybody else. And really knowing what your unique selling proposition is and being able to convey that in a very timely way gives you an advantage because the media likes to be seen as curators and they like to discover hidden and small little companies and gems. I think that's why Kickstarters and Indiegogo do so well with the media. Lots right. of articles get written about uh, Kickstarter campaigns because these are strange little curated things that the media can share with their audience and their audience will often find them interesting, delightful, uh, entertaining. And so, uh, you know, don't feel that just because you're really small, the media won't love you. The media doesn't <laughs> like to write articles about the big giant companies that are well-funded and can advertise. They like the small discoveries and the small people. So, you know, own who you are, be authentic, and, you know, just share your journey. And uh, the media will will often, you know, get behind you. And especially if you can present yourself in a way that's uh, interesting and intriguing.
This is uh, this is incredible. I love the the ease and the uh, the education you're giving us right now. You said earlier a lot of people do it wrong when they're doing press releases. I'd like to hear about some of the wrong, like some of the things that that have uh, that have gone really poorly, and you know, like give us some ideas of what that looks like. What wrong is? Sure. So. For example, we had uh, we you know the 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 most frequent press release that we get I think at e releases is the new employee hire, and I don't know if companies just feel like oh we're hiring somebody we should do a press release on that. <laughs> Often these people are not very significant people. They're, I mean, occasionally they're executives or directors, but often they're just like an associate to the HR department, and uh, you know. The people that are going to be interested in that are potentially your local uh, newspaper, maybe your local business paper or magazine if you're lucky enough to live in a place that has one, and maybe a trade publication. And they're usually very small mentions. Don't waste your money sending that kind of news over the wire. You can build a Rolodex of those three media sources, figure out who writes in your industry for your local paper, figure out who writes uh, you know, for your industry in the, the local business magazine or newspaper, and do the same thing with a trade publication. Figure out, hey, uh, employ people on the move section, who, 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 who do I send a, a new hire to? You don't even have to write the press release. You can just send a, a picture of the new hire, uh, their new position, a quote, if you want, and you know that that's pretty much all they're going to utilize when when they uh, you know do these things. Don't 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 waste your ammo and good money on a wire to send out something like that. I product launch press releases. So many people approach it as I'm I have a new product. I want the media to promote it for me, and so here's a press release that's here's our product. Here's what it does, and here's a bunch of bullets of features that the product has, and and that's it. And as I told you, journalists are storytellers. There's not right. much of a story a journalist can tell with that. <laughs> but, but if you if you put uh, use case studies, you know people who beta tested it, what their experience was. Uh, company X achieved 14% savings in their logistics, or company you know, B uh, was able to increase uh, their ship shipping time from seven days to four days. And uh, here's a quote by them. And all of a sudden, a journalist can say, here's a new product. Here's someone who used it. This is the experience that they had. Here's a quote by them. And here is some additional features that the product has all of a sudden there's a story and there's more of a story arc to it uh if, you know and so many people don't provide the elements for building a story into their press release and as a result the press releases don't do as well right right man that makes so much sense and and i feel like it's i feel like it's stuff we should know like i feel like that's something that we should we should already know that you say it and it's, it's simplistic and it's easy to understand. And yet I see those, the ones that you're talking about that are wrong. And it's, and, and you look at it and you go, why did you do that? <laughs> but at the same right. time, I can easily see from the other side, like, Oh yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Like I should, I can tell you why I can tell you why most people do press releases the way they do it. They look, at other press releases they say what else is out there and they model their press release after someone else's 
And the truth <laughs> is 98% of press releases probably won't generate earned media. And earned media is what we say for an original article written about it. Whenever a press release goes out, it does get syndicated on a few websites, which just means it's replicated the same press release on a few websites. It's pretty automated, nothing major or, you know, as a result of that. But uh, the important thing is that you're looking for is to have someone actually turn it into an article, uh, having a journalist write about it. And so, you know, with 98% of press releases not generating earned media. Uh, if you just look at what's out there, you're going to be looking at a lot of bad press releases and you really should, uh, you know, look at journalists as gatekeepers and try to, you know, reverse engineer what's a compelling story I can tell to this journalist that he's going to want to share it with his audience, his or her audience, and really get it, get it, you know, get your message out there in, in a way that's compelling. And uh, I, I think so many people really look at it as what's in it for me without taking into account that you've really got to give some value to the journalist. You've got to give them something that's um, entertaining or that they would want to share with their audience. And, you know, it could be entertainment. It could just be data or, or news. But you, you really want to sell yourself and, and, and have your story um, in a way that, that, that is compelling. For example, you know, uh, I, I had one client who really was obsessed with wanting to appear bigger than they were and perfect. And yet they'd had lots of stumbling blocks, blocks and obstacles. And they shared one with me and I said, we should do a press release about that. And they said, no, this is probably the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to us. Why would we share that? And I said, you know, being authentic and getting your story out there, people resonate with that. People, it breaks through a lot because people, especially entrepreneurs can identify with that. And so we did a press release that shared that story and it got picked up in Inc. Magazine. And they led the opening article with that story about how Thanksgiving was canceled in their family because everyone had to go and, uh, you know, uh, get packages ready uh, to send out because they were just overwhelmed with orders and were caught off guard and unprepared. And yet, you know, a, a lot of I think the reason Inc. Magazine, you know, opened their story with that is because it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs can relate with growing pains, obstacles, mistakes. Uh, it makes us human. And, you know, right. so many times people want to appear ultra corporate when be, you know, acknowledging that that's a two person company, a husband and wife team or something like that can really be an advantage and really get you to be an ally with the media because they love to champion this, this, you know, like I said, they like the small, they like the undiscovered. Um, and, you know, it, it, it is one of those things where in the corporate world, we're sort of trained to try to be perfect and professional and polished. And sometimes, you know, picking and choosing the human elements can really resonate. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more. I mean, you've said a few things as we've been talking and I want to dig into the, the definitions and meanings of them uh, along the way. You've said a number of times syndicate or syndicated. I want to understand what that means a little bit more for, those of us out there that that maybe don't know this world very well and you're saying syndicated and I'm like, okay, can you dig into that? What what does that mean and why does that matter? <laughs> right. So when a when a press release goes out, 
a lot of times the newswire will send you a, a syndication report that shows the press release on say a hundred plus websites. Yahoo Finance is usually one of them. Even if you're not in the finance sector, every every press release gets issued there. Um, there's other websites. Um, sometimes they can be Fox News affiliates or other places like that. They're, they're just generally places that stream through RSS feeds free content and a press release to them is free content. Um, it doesn't really often get you in front of a lot of eyeballs because a lot of that automated stuff is really, you know, not looked at and very well searched um, by um, the news uh, search engines and things like that, um, as opposed to a real article. So an article on that same news uh, outlet will get a lot more coverage than a syndicated article. Um, but, you know, the, the, the wire feels it's useful because it gives you some validity and, and uh, you know, knowledge that your press release is out there and available. Um, and it, it is some PR professionals hate syndicated press releases because they feel it's a distraction. It's not really important. Uh, very few sales or important stuff happens from syndication, it's the article. So, you know, for example, we did a press release early in the pandemic um, for the Dining Bond Initiative, which was set up um, by a, a small PR firm uh, to help uh, restaurants that were closed down as a result of the pandemic. Um, you would nominate your favorite local restaurant if they accepted and they were able to get in contact with them. Uh, you could give money that would go directly to them and it would be secured sort of like through a gift certificate. And um, it got picked up in over 150 media outlets. We actually stopped counting because there was just so many. Um, the Wall Street Journal, um, all the major publications picked it up, um, generated in excess of $10 million in revenue for these restaurants that were closed at the time. Uh, and all of this was, uh, you know, a press release that normally would have cost $400. Um, I had done it free to help the, the initiative. Um, and I, I think that that's one of the same reasons that it did so well. Um, it was uh, a positive, almost charitable thing that was being done and something very actionable at a time where there was a lot of negative news and uncertainty. Here was something positive that you could do. And it, it really felt like it was making a difference in your own backyard. And I think that's why it resonated so well. But it just shows the leverage opportunity that if you have a, uh, the right message for the media, um, just hitting send can result in you know excess of $10 million in revenue and over 150 articles in newspapers, magazines, all over the place. Wow. A number of times so far you've mentioned The Wire. Talk to me a bit more about The Wire. And, and I mean, it's clearly a big deal. And it's clearly something we've got to pay attention to and that we that we now have in our in our line of sight. But talk to me more about why it's a, a big deal and what it is and and how that works, because I'm sure it's normal to you. But for a lot of us, it, it's maybe news. You know, we are sure. not sure what the background is there. Right. So uh, a wire is basically a electronic distributor of press releases that often has connections with the media. Uh, it uh, can, you know, in the case of, of the press release that I mentioned, just by hitting send, it's available to, you know, over 100,000 journalists nationally. And right. it's also targeted to specific industries as well. Uh, 
so they're journalists who cover restaurants and so uh, they would have seen that press release because it's tagged for restaurants. Um, the Wire has a, a login for journalists as well. And a journalist can go in and tailor um, what type of press releases they want to look at. They can say, I, I like restaurant press releases, but I don't want anything that mentions fast food. So they can actually exclude certain keywords. They can also have inclusions where I only want to include press releases that mention this word. Like maybe there's something that's trending in your industry and you'd like to make sure that you're getting those types of releases as well. And it's a very va valuable tool. And because it's a huge aggregator of releases and a lot of your corporate, um, you know, Fortune 500, Fortune 5000 companies and publicly traded companies use the wire, uh, it, it makes it even more valuable because there's so much data that a journalist doesn't have to go hunting for it. And so in the US, there is PR Newswire, which is the oldest and largest newswire press releases. Um, then there's Business Wire and Globe Newswire. There's some other minor players that can call themselves wire, but they just don't have the reach or the credibility or the reputation with journalists because journalists, the more there are out there, the more fractured it becomes and journalists are like going to have to hunt from newswire to newswire. But most of them only generally check PR newswire and business wire. Um, so it, 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 you know, it really is valuable to, to go to go to them and have your release on them. Uh, but unfortunately, the retail of, of these places are just out of the reach for most entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, you know, $1,500 for a national press release is just, uh, it, it, it's, it's expensive. And so, right. um, you know, our, our, you know, we sort of acting as a co-op of small businesses and entrepreneurs, we're able to aggregate and get uh, a national release for much lower for our clients. So it really is a great value. Uh, we just hope that they're doing more strategic releases, the kind that would get the media attention. Right, right. And is that something when somebody decides to come in and work with you, is that something you help them with? Or is it, are you just the the in like how does it work like how does it work if somebody here listening to the show is like oh my gosh like i gotta work with mickey what does that look like that's right so i would recommend that anybody go take my free master class it's less than an hour long uh cool. it's at ereleases.com plan p-l-a-n and it basically goes through these strategies of uh, press releases that matter. Like it, it, it talks about the survey. It talks about, uh, you know, owning your own story, your unique selling proposition being authentic. Uh, it talks about, you know, researching your industry for blind spots. That's a really easy way that I've, I've been able to get people attention is, uh, you know, what are the things that your industry is not talking about? And most people are like, I don't know. I said, what, what do you talk about when you go to a conference? Because generally the types of things you talk with buddies, colleagues in the industry, like, have you noticed that, you know, it's now taking 90, 120 days to get paid on accounts? And they're like, yeah, I have noticed that. It's really strange. You know, that's an interesting trend. And, you know, if you do a, you could do a one question survey with that, just asking that and then say 74% of our industry is reporting that people are now late payers this does not bode well for our economic future <laughs> and you could you know have some additional stuff but uh really just you know being able to take a pulse on things in your industry that the industry you know that the, the trade publications haven't noticed yet and aren't paying attention often when you bring their eye to it 
they love it. And they're just, oh, I didn't, we didn't know this was going on. And so that's a really great bit of data. And, 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 you know, and, and that would make a great article. And uh, so I have, I go through several of these audits that you can do for yourself and your business and build uh, strategic types of press releases. Um, so many people will do a, a press release on just a, a milestone or two, and they really never gave uh, PR a real chance by doing strategic types of press releases. If you built a PR campaign of six to eight of these types of press releases, I guarantee that at least two or three of them are going to get you that earned media that you're looking for. Wow. That's incredible. And I appreciate so much that, that you've provided a, a masterclass for us all to go to and watch. That's going to be super helpful. Everybody listening, guys, go to the masterclass, go learn about this because I know that this could help you. And I know that this could be something that would really help move the needle in what it is that you're doing. So guys head over to ereleases.com slash plan, watch that masterclass because he's going to dig in even more than we talked about today and teach you about what you need to know so that you can take advantage of this really, really cool Thing. And and for those of you that are already doing press releases, I'm sure you're already thinking like, yeah, you ding dong. Why aren't you doing it already? You know, why are those people don't even know? But I, I honestly think that there's so many things in business, whether it's your marketing, your sales team, how operations are going, figuring out company culture, whether it's just figuring out how to analyze the data or do SEO or I mean, there's just so many things, right, that you can focus on. And I think oftentimes PR gets maybe looked over, even though it was such an important part of what the overall uh, choreography of your business is. Guys, you got to take advantage of this. Take advantage of that class. Go watch it. Go see if working with Mickey can help actually move the needle for you. And I would guess that you would say that's the case, Mickey. I am so honored to have you on the show today. What else? I mean, like, do you have any final words for our audience before we uh, before we kick this off? I would just say that uh, one of the things that I talk about is earned media and why you know why is that important? And I think yeah. the importance is that you can get new customers and clients and people learning about you and clicking through you. It provides third-party corroboration, social proof. It is an implied endorsement when the New York Times writes an article about you. It's like, right. wow, I, you know, I'm important enough for them to write an article about me. And it, not only would the people who see it and read it, but you can take that article and put it in front of your customers. It's gonna make them feel like they are with the right company. And if they were thinking of pricing or shopping with someone else, they're more likely not to. If you have uh, leads in your pipeline who are on the fence, a lot of them are going to tip over into using you if you put that article in front of them and say, oh, here's here's recent media pickup that, that we got in this publication. It really, you know, so many people are like, I'm not sure if this company is the right fit for me. And when they see an article that's been written about you, they feel more comfortable. They're like, yeah, this looks like a good company. They, they know what they're doing. They're being recognized in their industry. And, you know, that's one of the things that just cuts through the credibility in a way that an ad never does. And right. that's why, you know, ad conversion rates are uh, usually under 5%. And uh, I've been told by many people that the visitors they get from an article 
uh, when they're lucky enough to have one that links directly to them, often converts at two thirds. Um, wow. Two thirds of that traffic it converts. Um, you know, and, and not everybody who read the article is going to click through to the link. So that number is is a little uh, probably inflated, but it does show that um, you know people don't have the same blinders on when they read an ad as when they read an article, and right. they're much more likely to click through and rather than open a new window and say, can I get this cheaper on Amazon are just more likely to hit buy and stay with you. This company that made them feel good when they read this article. That's great. Mickey, I sure appreciate you. And I know our audience does as well. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise and your knowledge with us today. It has been an absolute pleasure and uh, really, really grateful for you to come in and uh, share your knowledge with us today. Oh, you're very welcome. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next episode, Business Choreography. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography. Choreography.